the Radiant Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello, Radiant listeners. This is Diana Lynch, your host. Thank you so much for joining me for episode number eight. I'm really excited that we're already on our eighth episode and there's just so much more to come. This month is actually packed with episodes um, because we have a special guest um, next week. So I'm really excited for this. Thank you so much for being here and listening. This week on this episode, we have Devani Freeman, who is the founder of Heart Centered Social. And she's worked with hundreds of heart-centered entrepreneurs to build their online audience, attract more clients, and make more money through lucrative social media strategies. And not only that, but she also leads and mentors women through the Online Impact Society, which is an exclusive community for women on the rise. So she really embodies what it means to be a conscious and heart-centered entrepreneur. So it was perfect to have her on the show. I really enjoyed interviewing her. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really glad to have you on the podcast. When I heard you speaking and met you at the micro meetup, I was like, oh my gosh, she would be perfect for the podcast. So everything you stand for and just your energy, I thought you would be perfect. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, One question I have for you is what made you decide to become an entrepreneur? Um, It was, it was this feeling in my stomach like it's like this fire in your body that that told me that I was meant for bigger things and that I had this deep desire in me for freedom like I craved it and so I didn't one day just decide I'm going to be an entrepreneur It was more of how do I continue to follow this feeling of wanting freedom and that evolved into, oh, wow, okay, that's like stepping into owning and running my own business. Very cool. So you talk about wanting to feel a certain way. Do you carry that over like now today? Do you, you know, a lot of people choose a word each year or things like that because they want to feel a certain way. And, you know, Danielle Laporte is a big proponent of starting that kind of um, movement, I guess, on doing that. Is that where that kind of came from? Or do you, do you still choose a word? Is freedom still what you crave? Yeah. So that's a really great question. So it changes for me each year, Mm. depending on, like where I'm at in my life. So for me right now, like this year, 2018, freedom wasn't my word because I embody freedom daily now. Like I've created my life of freedom and my business of freedom. And now for me, it's all about flow and ease and taking inspired action to continue to, of course, ignite 
the freedom, but that's not in the forefront actually of my words this year. Right. Cause it's already just like there. Cause I've created that foundation of a life of freedom. That's awesome. Very cool. So you. can you describe your business for the listeners just so they get an understanding of what it is that you do? Yeah, definitely. So I teach women entrepreneurs, heart-centered and conscious women entrepreneurs, how to navigate in the world of social media and Facebook advertising to be able to build their audiences and attract more clients. So I teach women how to do this through online courses and I have a membership community called Online Impact Society. And then I run a boutique agency where we run Facebook advertising, we manage social media, we create and set up online sales funnels and help with some really awesome launches from women who are more established and ready to scale to the next level. And they don't want to be in the trenches of doing all of this social media, Facebook advertising stuff themselves. And so then we'll take over. So kind of two sides to my business. And it wasn't always that way, uh, but it's evolved over the journey of the last, um, gosh, almost seven years now. Very cool. So do you recommend for those who are just starting out, they would be better suited to go into like the online impact society? And then as they get more established, if they're looking for that more um, hands-off approach than working with you um, through the agency? Or do you have any clients who just go straight to the agency? Yeah, typically um, it's going through online courses first. I do have clients that go right into the agency and that's usually um, they're already making high five, right. five figures or six figures. Gotcha. And so they their business is sustainable um, and they have the budget to be able to invest and hire someone. So it, it really just depends on the level of where the entrepreneur is at. I see. I see. Very cool. That's so awesome that you offer kind of two options to people where they could either do both or one or the other. And there's like this starting point where if you're new, like myself in business, you have this starting point to learn how to do the marketing yourself, because a lot of times I know for myself, I don't have the budget, you know, to hire an agency. So it's really cool that you offer kind of the different tiers, if you will, in a way, um, for business owners, depending on where they are in their journey. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Cause I was seeing this gap in, um, you know, when you get to a certain level, like you, you want to stay in your zone of genius and you want to try to stay in your zone of genius from the beginning too. But in the beginning, you kind of have to learn and put your hands in everything. Right. And, and then as you build the momentum, you get more clients, then you figure out, okay, like I really don't like doing this stuff. This, this really isn't my sweet spot. Like most entrepreneurs, you know, they're not marketers. Like that's not their innate talents. Like, 
you get into business to do your craft of what you love and to coach people or um, make things or whatever that may be. And then we figure out, oh, actually, I have to learn how to do marketing (laughs) and I have to learn how to do sales. And like, so you're learning all of these things. And then you get to a point where you're like, okay, well, which is the stuff that lights me up? Which is the stuff of where I need to be spending the most amount of my time? And so for most entrepreneurs, when they get to that level, it's it's the marketing, it's the Facebook ads, it's, it's that kind of stuff that isn't their zone of genius where I'm like so grateful to be able to step in and support because that is my zone of genius. Right. Very cool. And so you mentioned that your business has evolved over the last seven years. So would you say that what you're doing now is completely different from where you originally started or are there similarities? Can you kind of talk to how it evolved over the years? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when I first started, I first started working with local businesses and in helping them to manage their marketing. So one of my very first clients was a local restaurant and lounge and they brought me on to do all of their social media and to manage events and promotions. I was actually throwing events. I was bringing women together. Um, it was super fun. And, um, and so I started off working with local businesses and then I started to get into, okay, I want to teach people how to do what I'm doing. So, Then I started down the rabbit hole of, um, educating and then, and then got into, um, okay, I want to run group programs and coach women on how to do this and help them with growing their businesses. So then evolved into that and then evolved into creating courses. And then it evolved into really getting into Facebook ads, using that for my business, having some really big launches and then, um, and then offering Facebook ad management. Mm -hmm. And so, and then this last over the last two years then has, shifted where I'm doing now more of the done for you services with the agency and less of the coaching. Um, and so if there's one piece of advice I can give for entrepreneurs that are starting out Mm -hmm. is like, we want to know everything. Like we want to have this clear picture. We want to like know how things are coming together. And it's like a constant like surrender of like, just focus on the the next milestone in front of you. Focus on like the next like five clients you need to get to get your cash flow. Then focus on that next one program that you want to offer. Then focus on the next blah, blah, blah right. versus trying to see the whole picture because it's going to evolve so much as you get in there and you start doing it. And then you figure out what you like and what you don't like. Um, there's some things that I was offering that, um, after a while I was like, I'm just kind of done with this. I'm like ready to do this. Um, and that's the beauty of us being entrepreneurs and running the show is we get to decide that. Right. Right. So it sounds like there wasn't like one thing that prompted any change. It was really just the gradual evolution of where you were headed with your own business that kind of changed everything. It wasn't like, something dramatically happened and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to change how I'm doing things. It was just a natural evolution of the growth of your 
your business? Yes, it was. Um, but about a year and a half ago, I did have like a big revelation of, I need to close down one of the programs that I was offering and I really need to go in this other direction. So it was like a pretty big, like, this is clear. I need to do this move. Mm -hmm. Um, but yet it was still kind of gradual in a way. Okay. Very neat. So it's funny that you mention, you know, you work with conscious and heart centered female entrepreneurs because the whole foundation, I guess you will say of the radio entrepreneur podcast is to highlight female entrepreneurs who I consider, they consider themselves to be conscious and heart centered. And, you know, we also talk about different health and wellness topics, lifestyle topics and business, but the really the core is to interview women, female entrepreneurs who are running a business that is conscious and heart centered. So what does that mean to you? What does being conscious and heart centered really mean to you and in your business? Mm, Yeah, that's a really great question. So for me, what it means to be heart centered and conscious, it means that I am doing business, not just for myself and not just for profits. I mean, profits are great because it allows us to have freedom and to make an impact and to live the life that we want and to raise the wealth conscious level, consciousness level. But what it means to me to be heart centered is that I am helping to enhance the lives of others, which is helping to enhance and grow the planet in a positive direction. So I love working with heart-centered entrepreneurs because they are they're doing things to enhance lives, whether that be through coaching, spirituality, um, beauty, relationships, like helping us to grow as individuals. Mm-hmm. And this in turn helps to create a better world. Right. And so being conscious is, is being aware of this. It's being aware of um, how we go about our day, the energy that we put towards things, about raising our vibration, about um, creating more joy and kindness and gratitude and um, all of these things that we want to be, mm-hmm. but through the things that we've experienced in our lives, our, our light gets dimmed through right. um, trauma, through fears, through experiences. And so by working with heart-centered, conscious women and being someone like themselves, I'm saying I am, you know, a light worker. Like I am someone that is here to bring more light to the planet. And even if I'm just a small part of that, it, I know I'm making a difference and I know I'm making an impact. Right. Awesome. So why is it important to you to be that kind of entrepreneur? Mm. It's important to me because it, when I leave this planet, I want to say that I left a damn good legacy that I made a mark, that I made a difference. 
And I'm not here to just go through the motions. Mm-hmm. I'm here to leave the world in a better place. Awesome. I like that. So, you know, you mentioned like, you know, you've, have you always wanted to work with conscious and heart centered female entrepreneurs or did that evolve as well? Or did like something happen in your life that kind of led you on that journey to working like with that specific um, group of women? Yeah. So, oh no, when I started, I wanted to work with everyone and and anyone, okay. <laughs> you know, when you first start, you're like, I will take on right. business from anyone. I just need to get paid and right. I need to pay rent and, <laughs> you know, um, and then, and then I started getting clear and I'm like, okay, I really love working with women. Mm-hmm. So then it was going after women. And then I was like, oh, I love the heart centered conscious space because I started to go through my own spiritual journey. I started to become um, more aware and more conscious and um, started to surround myself with people in that space. I started meeting people in the coaching industry mm-hmm. and um, local, you know, small business owners that had a bigger mission behind them. And it just it lit up my soul. And I continue to follow like what feels good and what feels in alignment. And um, I love helping those types of people. That's awesome. I'm curious, did you find that when you started on your you know, a spiritual journey and, you know, really making changes in your life to make you feel the way that you wanted to feel. Did you find that like friends or people that you used to surround yourselves with no longer fit in your life after doing that? Or were you able to find a balance of this new, you know, awakened version of yourself, if you will, and still having space for all of those same people? Or did you find that some of those people just naturally kind of drifted off because you were not, you know, you were in this more awakened state? Yeah. So I, I did shed a lot of relationships that didn't fit anymore. So when I started my spiritual path, it's, you start to notice as you grow and as mm-hmm. a, I was growing that the people around me that were not on that same journey and in that same mindset mm-hmm. either a had negativity towards it because their fears and insecurities came up to see me growing and me surpassing them mm-hmm. and me going after it when they were too scared and it was very confronting So those people naturally kind of go away. Mm. And then there's also a conscious choice to stop reaching out to people that weren't on that same level because it's really important to surround yourself with like-minded people. And to stay in a higher vibration, you want to be around those people of higher vibration. And so you know, there's fears of, well, what are those people going to think if I just kind of stop hanging out with them? And it kind of comes back to, you really got to do what's best for you. Right. And, and that if people want to join you on your journey, like your arms are wide open for them, but you're not going to stay down where they're at. 
And um, so it was it was a natural thing that happened, but it was also a conscious choice of I stopped going, you know, out to clubs on the weekend. Right. I stopped I stopped drinking for a while. I had a completely like I came from like a party girl lifestyle. Mm. Um, and so I had to shift so many things in my life to get to the place where I am today. Um, and looking back, it was just ways for me to feel like I needed to fit in and be accepted in ways that I was numbing out, not wanting to work through things. And right. And then when you get to the other side, it's like, oh my gosh, so much better. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I was just curious because I know, you know, I've been on my own personal spiritual journey the last year or so. And I find that as well, that people just naturally start to fade away. Um, or like you said, you have to make conscious decisions. And I just find that it's probably a fear or a question that a lot of entrepreneurs who are heart centered and conscious, like who are also kind of in this space of trying to figure out their spirituality and, you know, what it means to them and how that's going to play a part in their life. And um, I just thought it would be good to share with them someone who's been through it, what that looked like, because I think a lot of times, and even for myself, it's scary to think that so much is going to change, even though you feel amazing and you know you're on the right path. It's scary to shed the things that are comfortable mm -hmm. because you're used to it. But, right. you know, you don't realize it's not serving you anymore. Um, and then when you do, it's like, oh my gosh, well, what do I do now? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And that's one thing that I love and why I'm so passionate about social media is the ability to bring people together around topics like spirituality or animals or causes or whatnot and feel connected. And right. some of my best friends that I have now, I've all met through social media. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. One thing you touched on earlier is in your previous, when you first kind of started um, doing marketing, you did a lot of events. You mentioned hosting events or like creating events. Do you miss that at all? Do you have, a, do you do any events in person locally? Yeah. So, um, I do miss that and I haven't done a lot of events since I moved to California okay. and I've been part of some events. Um, mm -hmm. I've been guests at events and, um, it's definitely something that is lighting up again that I'm feeling called to so that it will happen. Oh, cool. I look forward to that. Yeah. So one last thing I have is, you know, if you could have the listeners walk away with one core message um, related to you and your business, what would it be? Hmm. It would be to use social media as a tool to surround yourself with like-minded people that you can literally think about Facebook, your Facebook profile as a networking event that you get to have who you want at that party. And so when you log into social media, you feel lit up you feel excited, you feel motivated because you're seeing all these other people around you that are on the same path and walking a similar journey. And it can help to completely shift your world. And so I encourage you to use that by 
starting to reach out and friend requests and connect with people um, that are mutual friends to go to local networking events and to connect with people offline from that on social media and online and to really think about social media in that way of building up your network and doing it strategically and that is going to help you in so many areas of your life and that would be my words of wisdom in regards to business awesome that's perfect well thank you so much for being here and how can the listeners find you Yes. So they can find me online anywhere at Devany Freeman. Uh, so that's D-E-V-A-N-I Freeman, F-R-E-E-M-A-N. So DevaneeFreeman.com on Instagram, Devany Freeman on Facebook, Devany Freeman. I also have a Facebook group called the Heart Centered Business Lounge. So if you search for that, um, also love to welcome you in there. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. It's been great learning more about your journey and your story and how you got to where you are and, you know, just having met you in person and being in your online community, um, you do really embody what being a conscious heart centered entrepreneur. So thank you so much. And, um, just really looking forward to getting to know you more offline and within the community. Mm, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. I had such a pleasure interviewing Devani and it was great to hear her journey and get to know her a little bit more. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did recording it. And I wanted to um, let you know that you can find me online. I am at www.radianthnm.com. You can also find me on Instagram, radianthnm, and I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, which is Radiant Healing and Mineralism. And I have an online community called the Radiant Insider Community, and we would love to have you there. So please feel free to join us over there and join the conversation. And if you think that you are a radiant entrepreneur, would love to talk to you to see about having you on the podcast and please leave us a review. It really helps us to better understand uh, what our listeners are enjoying, what they're not enjoying and see how we can improve and it helps our ratings. So please, please, please leave us a review. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button because we would love to have you join us for the next episode, episode number nine, which is a very special episode. We have a special guest. Her name is Shell Pink. She is the founder of Spa Ritual, and she's also the pioneer of the slow beauty movement. So you're not going to want to miss this. It's huge. I'm so excited, so thankful to have been able to interview her. So please don't forget to join us for next week for Shell Pink's interview. Have a good one, everyone.